0: Today on the podcast, we got the one and only Coach Mahoney. He was my assistant coach at Michigan. The guy that recruited me. What's going on, Coach?
1: How are you, Stu? It's great to be on, man. I've been waiting and waiting. I've, I've been passed up. Somebody must have canceled. Uh, <laughs> no. Following and Na- following Nancy. This is this is big time.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. This will this will be a good segue uh, from the last podcast episode because
1: i hit this you up a, and you're like yeah i got show. a re-
0: i got a response you got you have your side because you were the main guy that recruited me
1: yeah so you, have, you, you, you have you have your
0: side of that whole story
1: it's a it's a show on tv uh, ordinary joe i think <laughs> um it shows different if this happened in life so this is our side of the
0: story and yeah. seeing nancy's it was great yeah <laughs> no but you i mean you could imagine it was it was like that with with nancy
1: Yes. And your dad, I told you, I texted you with your dad. I still remember that.
0: <laughs> yeah, go through that because that was the time we came up. Me and my dad went up to Ann Arbor. We met with you guys. And you want to start know. there?
1: You want to start way in the beginning?
0: Let's well, start I wanna, in the
1: beginning. How I found Stu.
0: Okay, let's do that. Let's start there. Let's Come start on. There.
1: So we, we get the job at Michigan from West Virginia. And, you know, so we're going to go recruiting. And uh, I remember Coach Beeline was at uh, LeBron James' camp up in Akron, and I was going to do this top 100 in Indiana. And I was there a long time ago, but I wasn't – I was at Robert Morris. So it wasn't really a big – I couldn't get the big guys, whatever. So anyway, when you get there, everybody every coach knows what style, and they're like, oh, you know, all the shooters are there, there, and the skilled players. So somebody said, hey, this is a kid here, Stu Douglas. I said, Stu Douglas? He goes, yeah, Carmel High School. He goes, perfect for you guys. I'm like – all right, so I remember watching you, you guys. I think in the top one hundred, we did the you guys did the uh, skill sessions and drills first. Yeah, and I found you, and I, I was watching you. I'm like, all right, but you know how you are and how you became. Yeah, you know what? No, if you know how you are. Uh, you know, people would say you didn't care. Wasn't you didn't care? You did care. You just didn't worry about all the other shit. Um, but that's where I saw you. I saw you there. Uh, the guy next to me would keep hitting me. He goes, hey, Douglas, just hit another three. Just hit another three. <laughs> and I'm like, dude. I texted Beeline. I said, you need to get down here. I said, there's a hundred kids here in this damn camp that we should be recruiting. Yeah, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> they were all good. You know, and I, I always said we can let Mich- uh Indiana, Notre Dame, Purdue, all those Indiana schools. You take the first pick. We'll wait till you're done and get the next guys because there was just so much talent there. But you know, you you fit everything we wanted to come down to it everything we needed at the time. Um, and to be honest, you know, nothing against you. When we got there, we're trying to get those top-level kids, but Michigan wasn't relevant then, and no one wanted to go there. You know, the Plumleys, they give you time. They were polite. and It was a great school, but they weren't going to choose yeah. us. And, you know, the Zellers and those guys. And, you know, I'm recruiting Clay Thompson. And, you know, we had Clay on. And, and Draymond Green, Mike was recruiting Draymond and all that. So, you know, when they started to fall, Kyle Kirk. And that's how we got um, Zach is because Kyle. When Kyle left, that opened that up for Zach. Interesting. Uh, Mike, Mike Jackson goes, what about that kid? In I said, he's 6'3". <laughs> he can't play the wing." <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's, everything works out, though. But it was uh, that's how we got you. And th- then the story from there, you know, watching you in the summer. And, you know, I always said you, you had big balls. And I, I love that about you. I think I took the first time I took Beeline to see you, or was it? I can't remember. But, well, I remember one time we were watching you in a state tournament um, uh, on the Pacers court. Uh, and you took a shot, I think, about two steps across half court. You just came across and just jacked one. And he just went, went like that. I was laughing. I said, he's got big balls. I told you. I said, dude, does not care. Yeah, I like you know, those he, shots,
0: man. I wanted to take yeah, more of those. You're
1: wide open. I'm open. You exactly. You got a relief pitcher's mentality. You didn't give a shit. I thought, anyway. I said, and I still use you as an example today with all my kids that are supposedly shooters. I said you got to have a Stu Douglas attitude, man. Fuck, I I don't give a shit. I'm shooting the next shot. You know? You yeah. mean a miss ten. So what? <laughs> that doesn't matter. No, you you, know, and keep that's, you have to have that to be a great shooter and you were a great shooter.
0: Oh, yeah. No, it was like a that was an internal battle. My mom always taught me fake it till you make it and it was like internal battles but like keep acting like you're a shooter and you're confident and because you got <laughs> to take those shots that was, so If that's your role, you got to be the guy yeah. that's oh, spaces the court. So
1: you, you did it well, but until we came with our Indiana kids, but, it, you know, we got with you guys. And I think with you, what, what happened was we weren't getting those stars. And even though coach didn't care if we did, I think the perception to the fans, you know, we better, you know, bring these kids in. And, yeah. and I think that I, I can't, he never, ever said that, but I, I think I could have been it. I think we got Ben Cronin. Yeah. Right. Um, so Ben was there and, um, who else was your class before Zach and you?
0: Um... It was, it was it me, Long Zach, Bridge. Ben, and, and Corey walking on. And that was it. Oh,
1: what a class.
0: i never it forget. Was a great we, class. We got there on campus for summer school. And I think I've told this on the podcast before, but we get there and the football team is there and it's all like uh, football and basketball players. And they're talking to me and Zach. They're like, you guys are walk-ons? <laughs> like, <laughs> Nope. We're on scholarship. Thanks guys. (laughs) I was like, and then from then on it was like a vendetta against those guys. Then I go watch, I watched all those guys drop like flies from the program and I'm like, yeah, that's right. That's what I thought.
1: Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, I remember the first, first day of summer school also. So yeah, uh, that was a good, good day. Uh, But yeah, it was, and it was, you know, the, the trying times of getting you to that point, you know, it just wouldn't pull the trigger. And, you know, coach always took forever on kids. You never, you know, you got to come on campus to get an offer, yes. all those things. And, you know, just kept going. And you have to understand. So you had me and Mike and Jerry, and we all have our kids that we're promoting. So I got to keep going in and take up mind space and, hey, you know, let's do this. You know, and Mike's doing with his kids, nothing against anybody. We're just trying to get our guys in. And I remember your dad said, hey, we're going to come up for a visit. Uh, that impromptu visit, and I'm like, oh, okay. I said, hey, St-, you know, Stu's dad and, and Stu are going to come up for a visit. And you guys want to get it done? <laughs> yeah.
0: <Warm laughs> and
1: uh, it was a long, drawn out process, and he wasn't, uh he wasn't having it. Why? I said, I walked you and your dad out to the parking lot. And I, I still remember your dad, Mahoney. You're fucking killing me. <laughs> you're killing me. <laughs> <laughs> i sorry.
0: I'll, I'll never forget. It. I'll never forget it because it was so candid and like it was so honest and open. And I was like, Oh, that's where we're at with this uh, Michigan relationship. It was like, we got that yeah. honesty and you kind of understand like where you're at, but like, come on guys, let's, let's figure this yeah. Stuff out. Yeah. It,
1: it, but it was, it was tough though. Uh, and I, 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 that's the only thing I can think of. It's like, Oh crap, we're going to get perception. We're going to have all these kids and no, there's no, we have no you no know, three, five stars, just kids in his class and that. But you know, when you go back, what did we need? We needed toughness. We needed skill. We needed shooting. You know and that's what you you brought you know you yeah. brought that to the table and yeah you know, it doesn't matter what he has and you know it all worked out in the end and, and that but i I saw more of you and talked to you more than than the coach did so it was just me trying to relay that back to him and uh, you proved me you did you made me look good yeah except for except for the first uh practice
0: when you were late oh yeah there was a there, the two times the two times <laughs> Thought I was gonna get kicked off the team for being late twice. Like you have to, you got I go, I go overseas and it's like showing up late is on time, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, uh, what totally is going different. on over here? <laughs> well,
1: the the um, the the thing is when you're when you recruit a kid and you bring him in, when he gets in trouble, it's like you got in trouble. Oh so man. you were late, I was late. <laughs> it's like come, he's yelling at me, he's getting on me. I'm like, I brought him here now, now he's yours. You're not my, my I'm done. I'm not responsible no more, you know, but that's how it was. You were always, you know, you, you always look you know, with uh, Darius, you know, I, <laughs> I, I'd be responsible for him. It was, it was tough.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, but walk yeah, me through, how- I'm interested. Yeah. Uh, Cause we never talked about this, but the, the final decision where you're like, okay, let's offer Stewart the scholarship. Like I know there was a list of guys that had to say, no, but like, what was like the last straw? I always pictured it was Tanner Smith.
1: <laughs> it might've might been, I can't remember. I gotta get out of this sun. This Florida sun's killing me. Uh, I can't remember. I know Draymond Green was on there. Kyle Couric, uh, Clay Thompson, uh bob smith <laughs> no well <laughs> no, it wasn't that i i don't know what, what i know i know the cows when i broke a straw they're like oh crap we gotta really uh focus here and, and do what we gotta do but i i don't yeah. remember what, where the, where you were on that list but it wasn't to me you were you were higher you were higher on my list you know i did have clay um great great home visit with clay thompson You never got another story about that but that, really?
0: was,
1: that was that was crazy you know clay never talked right yeah he was just never talked so we i when you recruited him on the phone you had to get psyched to, to call him because it took five, 10 minutes for him to start warming up and that was the same thing so we did a home visit go to you know his house and uh mom and dad um, um and i, I let let me retract so when we brought him in for the official visit. Mom wasn't coming. And then I think Tuesday night, she says, Hey, I'm coming on a visit. And I'm like, yes, you know, mom's coming. It's it, we're going to get this done. Yeah. You know, moms are the greatest, but um, it wasn't that way. It was the opposite. <laughs>
0: <You> know,
1: <laughs> there's a reason why clay doesn't talk. because mom talks for him. You know, uh, he uh, I don't know who, who was his host. Um, Uh, I don't know if Manny was his host or Petey or somebody was his host, but the first night we go to the seafood house, right? And he wants to go back to the hotel. And I'm like, you're killing me. You know, you want to go back to the hotel, you know, and I'm I'm miserable and thinking he's, he's not liking it and all that. And, you know, we get up next morning for the football game, take the, um, the golf cart over to, to go, um, you know, uh, pick him up. And I'm sitting in a lobby like this. And his mom comes out. She's all bubbly. She goes, how are you? I said, I'm not doing good. She goes, why? I said, he's not having fun. She goes, he's having a blast. He loves it. I said, how do you know? She goes, all the parents back home in California are telling me he's telling all their, all their sons. So he That's left funny. with a, 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 Michigan sweatshirt on, but, uh, you know, anyway, we went out there to do his home visit. We go in and Michael, Michael's there. And mm-hmm. Michael was very hard on clay, very hard on him. And, um, you know wanted him to be all cif and you know kind of got you know argument in there and it was i think we're in there 40 minutes and beelines going like this let's go to the door i'm going no <laughs> we're staying here so we were in there about an hour we left <laughs> <Dang>. <laughs> because of the bad tension in the room between the family
0: just because uh, like where, where where like they wanted clay to go and just like different no
1: it was just it just it was normal they wanted i think he, we could have got him you know, it just uh, we didn't leave early, <laughs> uh, but who knows? So, uh, but he just the, their dynamic was was a little bit crazy, but it was uh it was a good uh, it was fun recruiting him, but it was uh, it was hard at times. But uh, you know, getting back to you and you and your dad came up, I, I just felt so bad, you know, and I just like and I knew it was like we were we were close, but he just couldn't pull, the, you know, he wouldn't pull the trigger. I felt we were getting there, and that's when you 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 were coming up, it wasn't. I would have kind of held you off and said, hold on, this is a bad day. Or, you know, made some excuses, but I I really thought we were going to get it done. And uh, we didn't that day.
0: (laughs) Which is funny because, you know, Beeline loves the guys that like want to be there. Yes. You know, exactly. But it is that I get it. Like looking back, I had no real perception of recruiting classes and how it looks for a coach. And it's like me and Novak are like the top guys because Ben gets hurt. It's like, what the hell are you doing, John? Like <laughs> yeah. Coach yeah. be like what is going on here? And it worked out great, but it's – it is – that was not a uh, – that was not reassurance for the fans, put it that way. Yeah. That, that, took a, yeah. that took a while.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Did you guys yeah. think when you like recruited our class and then during that sophomore year we had a bad bad year or sophomore year. Now we did well in my freshman year and exceeded expectations, but that you thinking, okay, we're going to get this train rolling. And then after sophomore year, you know, what, what was going like, like what's the like thought there? Cause I ended, up, a, ended up leaving, but like yeah. that, that whole pressure must it was a I got pushed incredible. out. What do
1: you mean leaving?
0: <laughs> right. I have, I got the brunt of it. You guys. <laughs> right.
1: No, that was, I, I, you know, we felt we were, we were going to be better. You know, we felt, you know, we were you know Manny and Petey back, you guys back another year and all that. It just didn't. You know, I think that I felt the dynamics weren't weren't there. Um, you know, in a locker room, maybe, and all that. But you know, that was that year. Uh, that was Darius's first year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just it was a tough year uh, of getting there. But we felt, you know, we were going to take that next step, continue to take it. Um, you know, like we did the, the second year. That was the third year, my third year, but your yeah. second year.
0: Yep. But
1: I could have, I could have I, I swore, you know, we would have. But it all ends up.
0: It does. It all yeah. ends up all, all is well as well that ends well. So, yeah. Like, do you remember? I was thinking about recruiting stories. Were you part of the Nate Lubick recruitment? That was me. That was my guy. Do you remember <laughs> that story? But which one? <laughs> when, it, when, when Tim McCormick came to the uh, tailgate telling everybody that we, uh, we left Nate at a club. No, I didn't hear that, did you? Oh yeah, no, no. So so Zach hosted him officially, and he was hanging out with us. And Zach wanted help, and so he was like hanging out with me. And then we went out somewhere. I can't remember where we went out. I think it was a, I think it was an eighteen plus club. So like it was fine. And I ended up wanting to leave, go somewhere else because that wasn't a cool place. Yeah. And so basically I leave him with Zach and then Zach, they're like, all right, let's we'll get out of here. And, they, and like Nate, I think like it goes, goes back to the hotel, but like, I think Zach maybe like dropped him off. Like, I kind of like walked away. Like, you know where the hotel is? Cause it was very close by and like didn't like <laughs> walk him to the hotel. So, so then it comes back later that the next day, like, Nate knows Tim McCormick, Nate's dad knows Tim McCormick. And yep. so Tim's like telling people, oh, you left him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Are you, is this going around right now at the tailgate? Like, this does not need to be going on right now. Like, we do not. I don't remember that. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm sure I would have heard it. That pissed us off big time. And then from then on, I was like, Tim is my biggest enemy. Like,
1: yeah. then he was yeah. talking,
0: he was talking crap about us. So like, played some game and he said we we're going to lose and we won. And I was like, this guy, I don't know what's going on. He's got a vendetta <laughs> against us calling our games but yeah it was like that, that was like the last time too but I was like I'm not being a part of recruiting and I think you guys knew like don't don't give special yeah, special visits you gave me um you gave me Stauskas though what, what was up with that yeah yeah I no, I
1: wasn't there but oh, I I, was, okay. I started to recruit because I got Nick from Nate Lubick Nate Lubick calls me so here's how close I get with my my recruits and this is great when when I, I did this twice. When we brought Nate Lubick in, um, John Carroll, who was with the Celtics, and that he yeah. brought his son in with him, we did yeah, his son, yeah, we man. did breakfast on the fifty yard line in the big house. And I did that twice, him and Clay Thompson. Oh. And we didn't get neither, so Beeline nixed that. No more, yeah. no more breakfast. On That's big a good the idea, line. though. It was, and we had the game on. You know, the Ohio State game we beat them the year before it was on the jumbo chomp. It was perfect. It was cool. You know, but John Carroll loved it. He goes, Mahoney, and he was a college coach forever. He goes, this is the best I've ever seen. This is unbelievable. So coming from him, I was impressed. But uh, yeah, Nate and I got close. Nate called me before he called B-Line to tell me he wasn't coming. He was going to Georgetown, and we cried cause that's how we were. He goes, I had to tell you first. And, and I, I was, I was hurt, you know, and yeah. cause I was just, but that we stayed in touch. And that and he called me one day. He goes, Hey, I got a kid for you. Cause he's really good. He's, he wants to go to Michigan bat. And that was Nick. And huh. when I left, I was going to hoard all the guys I was recruiting <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not yeah. tell anybody, but I did tell him for some reason. I told me, I said, I gave him the, I gave him his card and I put it on his desk. I said, you need to call this kid. I said, it's a done deal
0: interesting Um, you know but uh, yeah (laughs) so you did you did host him oh yeah yeah it was hilarious he uh I called him out he was like one of my first recordings if not the first one but he at the tailgate he's like telling Beeline Beeline's asking what he wants to what what Nick wants to do at night and blah 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 small chat and Nick's like I just want to you know hang out chill out maybe come back and get some shots up in Chrysler and I'm like rolling my eyes because I'm, you know, 21 at the time. I'm like, this guy, like, I don't want to deal with this. I think actually I was a senior, so I was like over it at all anyways. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. And then he leaves and he's like, oh, no, hell no. I don't want to do that at all. So okay, We end up up going out and I'm like, Nick is Nick was super cool and super chill. And I didn't want to host him. And he like knew that. I'm like, hey, I'm going to we're going to go to this house party. Vogrich is there do you want to just hang out with Vogrich? Because Vogrich was a really great time and I'm just going to be boring. I'm going to go hang out with my girlfriend. He's like, yeah, I don't care at all. So I was like, all right, peace. I'll see you later. And I <laughs> just left him, but you know, everything, I mean, he was obviously a done deal. So like, who cared at that point?
1: Yeah. A happy recruit doesn't matter. You know, No, it, it doesn't happy who matter. Else,
0: he, right? he was so good with the flow. And so it's so funny, like the Michigan success, like guys like Nick that wanted to go. And then another one that I want to ask you about was Tim. Oh. Like, Tim was full go, and I remember we were recruiting Casey Prather, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Casey yep. Prather and South Tim.
1: County.
0: Casey came in. Casey ended up going to Florida, but Casey came in to open gym, and I was like, uh, we need Casey. Like, I want Casey bad. Like, yep. I want to play with yep. Casey. He's a perfect wing. D, yep. he D's up, he plays hard. And that ended up didn't working out, and I was like, I mean, okay, Tim is good, but we don't know about Tim. But like Tim showed up at like the skills camp, yep, the elite camp, and he had a the team Michigan, camp. He had a Michigan tag on his backpack with his name. And I'm like, what the hell is this kid doing? I don't even think we've offered him yet. And sure enough, no, Tim we did. But like some kids just know exactly what they want, you know. Even yeah. more than me. Wait,
1: here's here's how it came
0: with Tim. So I was
1: recruiting, and I'm in Pittsburgh at the uh, one of the um, you know the big uh, events, and one of my ex high school players. Uh, calls me, said, Hey, can you do me a favor? Go watch Tim Hardaway Jr. play. He's at, he's at the thing. I'm like, Where's he at? And he was uh, a sophomore at the time, and he's playing out in some suburb. I'm like, oh, Are you kidding me? I got to go all the way out there. I'm at the peak where all the top players are at. So I did. I ran out there. He's playing for the Florida Rams. He's 6'2, about a buck 50.
0: You
1: know, a bad game. And it's just, I'm sitting there like this. I just go over to the AU coach and say, Hey, tell, tell, you know, hard way that I, I Michigan was here to see him. So, fast forward, his high school coach Tim Brown calls me and says, "Hey, I heard you're looking at Timmy." I was like, "Oh yeah, i just going to see him." Blah blah blah. Well, his coach was a Steeler fan, and I'm a Steeler fan, as you know. Oh yeah. And we got this relationship going. So during the season, he'd call me every Monday after the Steeler game and talk. And you know, hey, we talking about the Steeler game. Hold on, Tim just walked in and give me the phone because you're not allowed to call. We never set anything up. Yeah. And sure. that's how I got to know him, you know, and go down and see him. And then he's growing. He's six, three, six, four. He's, he's yeah. no, I was the only coach in the gym and it just kept growing and growing in his senior year. I'm like, this kid's good. I said, he has a chance, you know, and still it was halfway through Christmas. I went, and I think it was, God, I think Miami, somebody came in and dad was like, no, no, he ain't going nowhere. He's going to Michigan. Be going. I mean, it was a done deal. If we wanted it, it was done. That's but funny. getting him to the camp, you know, I remember sitting up top. We were playing. The team camp was playing. And he was on the Red Oxen team, the, the team with no no home, no yeah. high school. And he's balling. Oh, yeah. The referees are looking up and being like, are you kidding me? You're, you're not going to offer him? Yeah. You know? And I'm like, coach, we got to get this done. So he goes, all right, John, we're going to get this done. He said he has to leave the camp. He has to get off campus and then come back on campus so we can offer. You can't offer at campus. That's how by the rules he was. I'm yeah, like, are you but- kidding me? So I had to go tell Tim. I said, all right, you have to pack your bags. We have to take you off. You have to go off campus and come back on campus, and then we're going to talk to you. Like, did he have
0: to, like, go stay at night somewhere or just kind of leave? No, no, next? no. You just
1: have to leave the camp and then come back. So okay. he didn't have to do that. That was the rule. So it was by the rules, and that was okay. And we got him, so it was good. I just wish I was there to to be
0: to see him. Because yeah, really I know. Turned I, out
1: to be a great player.
0: I remember – I can't remember if he was committed or not, but he was going against Brandon Knight in high school, and, like, they both had 40, and I was like, oh. Like, <laughs> I think yeah. he wasn't committed. I was like, they better figure this out before other teams start coming yeah. in. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, that was good. That was uh, – if because we, we, I was in there so long. He said, the Michigan has first rights. If he, That's where we're going to go. If they want them, if not, then we'll wait. Because he kept telling everybody. And, he, you know, it just started to heat up at the end of the year. But, yeah. I was there for that game. It was unbelievable. It was just yeah. um, the one, th- the other game, Stu, and it was the first year we were at Michigan. So going to see you recruit. You played at Christmas time. I'm trying to think where. It was right before Christmas because we had Christmas break, and my family. I was going to go back to Pittsburgh, and I wanted to go recruiting. So we played UCLA in an afternoon game, and I think the game was at noon. I had a three o'clock flight out of Detroit to go to Indianapolis to go watch you play. Wow. Uh, like the 22nd or something. So Maddie Dupre we got the police to get a police escort out. Cause after the game, I mean, I had to get the games over too. Yeah, I had one hour to get the mayor to Detroit. <laughs> so that I didn't have to, I watched you play and got up and then I didn't have to go. I couldn't get back to, to practice that morning before you let everyone go. So I just went to Pittsburgh back to see my family. So that yeah. was good. Good on you.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I got off the hump.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We call it the rock I'm getting off the rock. <laughs> I remember another story. Another just hit me. Uh, one of my favorites with you because you recruited Darius and you brought him in and that was a huge recruit for us. Actually, funny enough, I actually remember playing him at the USC elite camp and there were a couple kids were invited to play open gym with the players and it was me and Darius. And I remember, and he was younger than me, obviously. And I'm like, this little scrawny kid is just talking so much. He's so confident. Yep. I'm like, I don't, he's good, but I don't know what's going on. And then of course we end up playing together years later, which is hilarious. I didn't but know that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, he shows up on campus for the first day. I think it's the first day of workouts or practice, whatever it is. And his mom and dad come. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, red flag. Like, I, I don't want to deal with this right now. And you said, mom has a, Album, a picture album, and you need to go look at it and amuse her. And I was like, "Coach, I love you. I am absolutely not doing that." (laughs) We had that relationship where, like, you can be like, "Do this," I'm like, "I I can't do it. I physically could not bring myself to do it." And I walked right past, and luckily somebody else was looking at it, and I just walked right past out to practice. But that was funny. I was like, "Man, the things that like coaches have to deal with, even once players on campus, like." Do you, do you? There's no way you miss that. No, I don't.
1: I don't. I don't. I mean, it's great to do, and it. it was all fun and games yeah. and all that. But you know, where where I'm at now is is you know a lot better too. And you know, you, you graduated. I got was at IMG, and I had my teams were loaded. I mean, yeah. I had Division One talent. I had kids playing in a Big Ten and. Going pros and so you I had all that, and then I had the money to travel all over and without the, all the headaches, you know. Yeah, no parents, no, no, you know, no recruiting and all that stuff. And I didn't mind the recruiting because I I started to get the, the niche. And that was one of the things I worried about when I got there. Can you recruit at that level? And you know, you never had to uh before that. And um just remember Lloyd Carr came into the into the office and he was very nice, man, and just talking about you know, Michigan and things, and it was a lot of help, but he asked me, he goes, who recruits California? I said, nobody, he goes, you need to get somebody in California, because Michigan's big in California, I went, I'll take it, so I took it, and then I'm on Clay, I'm on Kawhi Leonard, I was on Andy Brown, I was on Derek Darry- I'm on all these top kids, because they they would listen, and they would, you know, we had a lot of weight, you know, USC yeah. wasn't that, that good and it was UCLA and whoever else. So right. it was, it was fun. And, and I could leave Detroit at seven 20 or seven 30 in the morning, get out to California at nine. I'd go to class, I'd go to Darius's school, walk around school with him, go watch a practice, go watch a, a game at night and then get on a red eye and be back in the office at seven you know, and not miss, only miss a day. Yeah. We're in Florida, go to see Tim. I had to book a bunch of things because there was no, no non-stop. So it was easy. And it was, I had a lot of kids out, out there in California that we recruited, but Darius was, I, I was calling kids. It was a summertime. And I remember I had Mike Dixon, um, a very good player and I was going to call him next. Yeah. I called Darius. So I said, listen, we need a point guard go going to win a national championship for us. If you can't do that, don't waste my time. I said, I'm going to call the next kid. He goes, who's the next kid on your list? I said, Mike Dix. He goes, I know Mike. He said, I'm way better than Mike. He said, let's talk. <laughs> that was Darius. I said, I yeah, You knew from
0: exactly me. what buttons to press there. That was perfect. Yeah,
1: I, I, I he was he was great, man. He was just very coggy. He just wasn't a great shooter, and that was the only thing that uh, you know that hurt uh, hurt him with us. But uh, I love going out there and being with him, and you know his parents were great.
0: And, uh, oh yeah, it was, it was good. It was good. I ended up, ended up really great with Darius. Um, I want to get into the school stuff, the um, 212 and some IMG stuff, but I want to ask you if there was clay was one, obviously I just learned, but is there another kid that was like so close, like a Kawhi or somebody like a, like a big name that ended up like that where you were. Yeah. For-
1: Kawhi was and Kawhi uh, was quick and, uh, but yeah, we, we wasn't. Uh, I saw him a couple times, but he was his, his father, he passed away and he mm-hmm. wanted to stay out, out on the west coast. That sense. was another, uh, but um uh, trying to think uh, who else was close. Nate Lubick uh, yep. would be another one, uh, Timmy and all those guys. But I got lucky, you know, recruiting my all the kids I had came in and played, and we won, you know, you Zach, Darius, yep. Tim and I started on Nick, and, you know, um, but so I got lucky, and, uh, you were you know, good. No, it was just a relationship. I think if you care, I, I hope you know I cared about you, and, For you sure. know, when I recruited you, I really did. It wasn't a, uh, and I'm on the other end now where coaches are, are recruiting my kids, and I see right now, there's so many bad recruiters out there. It just drives me nuts, and just, you have oh, to no. develop a relationship of a trust, and, you know, um, I, again, I think you were misjudged because um, your toughness, you were just so mentally tough and just, uh, but your quietness, you know, you weren't emotional and you weren't, you know, okay, so he's not. Why do we have to talk about what he is? And let's talk about what he is. Right, right. You know, right, he's right. tough. He can, you know what I mean? And people don't, you know, and, and I know you guys compared, you are different than Zach, and that's what was perfect about it. You can't have two of your knuckleheads no. out there bouncing off the walls. Right. <laughs> you, know, you have to have some calming voice, and that was you. And that was why, I think that's why you guys had successes because of that, you know, the two different personalities. And, you know, we always say that you can't have the same types of players on your team. Well, that goes with personalities. You can't have the same, you know, we couldn't have five Zach Novaks; so it'd be crazy. Right. God bless him. He's, he's awesome, man. No,
0: but you, and, you couldn't uh, have five me. Nothing, nothing would get done. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. You got to have that balance. And I like, and I don't know if I ever told you, but like one thing I loved about you and I always appreciate it was like, I always hated when players were treated the same and you didn't, you didn't do that. You did, you pushed everyone the same, but like you could talk to me different than you could talk to other players and you knew the other players needed to be pushed this way. And I was like, yeah. that's what I always, I always appreciated. Yeah. And I thought that's a, that's a massive key to managing any personality, whether it's in sports or it, it, business it or whatever.
1: And I, I learned that, uh, you, you know, especially today, you know, when I first started coaching, you know, way back in eighties, you know, there was only one way you coached everybody and, yeah. and, you know, it was hard and that was it. But then, you know, as kids, you evolve and the kids evolve you can't do that. And it's like today, you know, I got kids that are, you know, I got, we have 21 kids in our post-grad program and it's, I got 21 different personalities and they all have to be stroked differently. And it's, it's hard to do, but you got to be able to do it and I think, again, I think that's what separates yourself from from some of these guys and, you know, uh, that can can get get it done. But I I always wanted to get a relationship with the kids and because there's so many other coaches calling and doing this. You know, getting a relationship, getting, you know, more about basketball. What can we do to help you? And, uh, you know, learning more about you. Like I said, you know, uh, what we learned about Stu Douglas is – you know, after a while, I'm like, dude, the dude can play. <laughs> you know, like, he's not just a shooter, which, well, we need shooters. But, you know, you can play defense. And, you know, yeah. I forget where you dunked. You dunked in a game or something. I saw it. I got, I got a hand Oh, in the summer league. And it was in Vegas or something. Or I forget where oh, it was.
0: In the, oh, in the AAU? And you were like, oh. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. like, damn. I said, Texas. I said, the dude just dunked in
1: a game. It was a good one. It wasn't like a breakaway either. I yeah. mean, it was a like dunk in a game. But, yeah. You know? I said, you can get up. He's up you know, you're always trying to promote, and like, yeah. here's another thing he did, look,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. exactly, I appreciate yeah. you being an advocate, but yeah, you, you have to, you huh. have to be, yeah, exactly, exactly, you, you were at IMG, and then you started 212 Academy, and yeah. what were you doing, starting that in the middle of, middle of COVID? A pandemic,
1: yeah, a pandemic, right, I'm crazy, I was going to go to, uh, there's a place up in Haines City called Feltrum, uh, and they started there, And in, in uh, uh, I got hired there in March of 2020, right when the pandemic hit. And um, so I didn't get to start. And as we were moving along, they just weren't organized. And I was doing everything, you know, from, I mean, everything. I'm like, and I just wasn't half my wife's like, what are you doing? Just do your own. And I'm like, I can't do my own. She goes, why not just do your own? You're doing it anyway. Just so I called yeah. a couple people um, that I knew, uh, one of the ex uh, guys at, uh, ex academic guys at IMG, uh, I respect him very much. I said, tell me, I can't do this. He's no, you can do this. I'm like, really? Cause he I'll help you. And then I called a guy who worked at IMG. He's a businessman, very successful businessman in Chicago. I said, Arnie, tell me, I can't do this. He said, Mahoney, you can do this because this is how we're going to do this. So we did it. I had 12 kids in the pandemic year, I didn't take a paycheck, uh, but it was successful. We built it up, and um, this year we got our high school going. We have a brick and mortar high school uh, with 17 high school kids um, at Elevation Prep. They go to Elevation Prep mm-hmm. uh, school, and then Two Twelve Sports runs that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my postgrads, we have 21 kids. So together we have 38 kids, and um, you know, Two Twelve. I, I have to say my story. So 211 water is hot, 212 right. uh, water boils at one degree. So what we tell our kids one extra degree in the game, you know, uh, hustle or extra workout, just one extra thing will change because when you when you get to 212, you produce steam. So it changes everything. When, when you produce steam, it's so powerful you can move a car or a locomotive. So if you can give one more extra degree or extra effort, you're going to be able to move something yourself or other people. So we do that on a court but off the court saying please and thank you can change people and, and be a, a good person and all that so that's that's what we do uh with that uh, and it, it's worked we're looking to branch you know uh um international um i have a good friend over in thailand so 212 may be in thailand here in the next eight wow. months so we've been doing a lot of calls with them over there and uh he's gonna run it and send kids back and forth so it's gotten it's gotten bigger uh
0: fast so i see i saw you have a lot of international players like where does the recruiting process you know when you're starting from scratch where i know like a lot of these places are popping up i remember there was a chris wilkes was in indiana and he like went to like this po box school in california and like you're not doing that but like how do you start from scratch and
1: there's there's a there's a lot of them and and, you know post-grad you don't you know, you don't really have to go to school, but you have to be affiliated with the high school so coaches can come see you. So that's why we attach to to this school where our kids, all the foreign kids have to go to a full-time school. So uh, I have previous um, recruiting. I have previous uh, relationships with agents over there. So a lot of agents have these kids are sending over here. So we have 17 high school kids, 15 of them are international. So um, I, I probably 14 or 15 agents from all over Russia and Europe and Israel uh, that, you know, that we deal with. So, um, you know, now it's just getting the higher paying kid now because they kept giving me, these, yeah. no, we can't do that next year. So, uh, and with the postgrads, it's just all my re- recruiting relationships from before and that knowing what we have, knowing what we do um, and how we do it. And, you know, I had Anthony Simons. This is a good story because it ties in B line is Anthony played for me. He was going to go to Louisville. Yeah. And then when Patino got, you know, let go, all that changed and uh, he's going to go pro. So um, the, uh, the GM of Portland comes down to see him pr- comes to watch us practice. Um, God, I'm drawing a blank now. Um, but anyway, so he walks in and introduced himself and says, Hey, I got, uh, we're, we're got a, a little, common relationship. I said, what do you mean? He said, I played for coach Beeline at LeMoyne. I said, really? He said, yes. I said, Oh, I said, well, practice is going to be pretty much the same. So yeah. what you did then is going to be no doubt. No. So he was like, really? Cause I, I still run two guard. I still run you know, okay. a lot of the drills that we do. And, and all. I just think it helps our kids go to wherever they need to be and be able to adjust instead of running a set or running flex or something. I think it just helps them read, you know, defenses better. So sure. that's how, you know, he knew after watching a practice what we were instilling in him and helping him with, and uh, you know, they ended up drafting him uh, in the first round uh, where I don't know if anyone else would have, but that was, right. wasn't me. It was because of the relationship and he knew what we were doing, you know, for him. So you, you have that to help you build everything up and uh, you know, everything's going to get better. We've already got kids committed for next year. We're looking to expand, Uh, you know, to tennis and and golf and uh, other sports and all that to make it a big, bigger thing here. So um, and what's great about Ford is a lot of people retire here, you know that, Yeah. but they want to stay busy. So I hired a business guy. All right, I'm not paying anybody. We had eight people apply for the job. So I'm asking my son, Dolan, who's, you know, he helps run everything with me now. And I said, how do we get it down so we got it down to two people i wow. uh, a, a woman and a, and a guy and i liked them both and they brought two different things you know to the table so i said and i zoom called to one guy and then he i zoom I, I zoom called the girl and then i brought the guy in and he's sitting here this is a retired guy who who roger has built small businesses up through his that's his career he's built small businesses up, so it's perfect so we're in, we're, I'm not interviewing him. He thinks he's in an interview. I don't know how to interview people. I'm just talking to him. And I look and I can tell he's nervous. And it's at that point in the interview, he starts selling himself. I'm wow. like, oh my God, this dude wants his job. I'm like, Roger, hold on. You know we don't pay, right? <laughs> I said, we don't pay. He goes, I know, I know. He was a manager at Penn University way back in the 70s or early 70s, late 60s when Dick, um, um, um Oh God, the their name coach was there. Digger Phelps was there and all uh-huh. that. So he's he he loves basketball. So I'm like, Roger, you got it. We want you. He was so excited. So That's I hilarious. I called Dolan. I said, hey, you know, we got a business manager. And uh, he said, okay. He said, we gonna do, do with Tina. I said, we we I can call and tell her that. Uh, I'm sorry, you didn't get the job that we don't pay you for. That you're overqualified for. Yeah. I said I'm going to call and see if we can work together, and we can have two of them working with each other, you know, and doing it. So um, happy to say they both stayed on. Happy to say we're both paying them. They're both getting paid now, and That's I'm getting nice. paid now. So it's evolved. But there's a lot of people here. Baba Leva, the ex-Duke AD, called me out of the blue when I first started. He goes, hey, I heard you're starting a program. You need help? I'm like,
0: yeah what can you do crazy all the connections so there's a lot
1: of you have a lot of resources here yeah that that, that you can get help you know we have um um, uh our marketing girl is the same way so she just wants to expand her portfolio and we pay her way little and she does a great job with our marketing and our uh, pictures and all that stuff so that's a good thing about Florida. you get a lot of people want to stay involved that are you know retired
0: that's great do you know, uh, do you remember the name of the Israeli agent or agents you've worked with? Might be familiar. Not off the
1: top of my head. It was yeah, I to, only have one. Have to send one that to me. It was amazing that Omer, you, you found Omer Polig.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot about me. that. Yeah. I was, yeah, people that don't, they. I've never told this story, but I was a kid. He was like, he was like 17 at that time, maybe 18. He was practicing with us in a team called Ashdod that I played for. And, you know, he's trying to, Speaks really good English. And he's like, "Yeah, I played in America a little bit," and I'm like, "Okay, where?" And it was IMG, right? Or did he work out there? No, he played for me. Oh, for you? Okay, so yeah. yeah, so he was like, "No," and I can't remember how like you came up. And I was like, "Are you serious right now?" Like Mahoney. <laughs> so then we sent a picture to you of both of us flipping you off. It was pretty funny. Yeah, but it's just yeah. You know, the basketball world, especially in it, it it's so like small. A small America in terms of like
1: yeah, well, those But kids it's a small world, America. Yeah. It's a small world though. It's, uh, yeah. uh you know, uh, but it was funny though. But yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I, I, I still keep, I still text you guys my, my Monday morning um, message. And it's yep. all individual, but it's all individual. It's not a group, you know, and one of my players said, coach, you know, it's easier if it's a group one because it takes me almost two hours to do all of them. It's almost, almost up to 500 kids. And I got kids that I've coached in the eighties. They're men. Now they have kids. You know that are old too, but still, you. The reason why, Stu, is there's so many kids. You'll, you'll get a back. And say, Coach, I needed this today. This was this is spot on. Thank you, I appreciate it. I just got one. I haven't heard from the kid, and I don't care if I hear from anybody. Right. But he goes, Coach, is just want to let you know, Milo, she's in Serbia. He goes, I just want to let you know, I, I get these all the time. And I really, really, really do appreciate it. I just wanted to let you know. I said, it's fine. Nice, you don't nice. have to. But they're all individual. They're not. Because what I want to do is when I look and, and, and copy and paste it, I see the name. And then, you know, congratulate you on your engagement. And I can write personalized. And some of it you don't. Some of it you do. So, yeah. you know, when Jonathan Isaac had a, got engaged. You know, I did the same thing. And, you know, uh, got to be Jonathan and I are very close. He just got married. You're having a wedding coming up. You had to take some tips from the... It was called the Royal Wedding. Okay. The Royal Wedding. It was unbelievable.
0: He got a little <laughs> more money than me, I think, uh, to, to afford that. <laughs> You're pro basketball
1: player. Same thing, right?
0: <laughs> I'm cheap. I, I I am cheap. But yeah, pro, yeah. Well, it's a little different. Different but I brackets. The same words. Yeah, yeah. I was looking... But it's perfect. Like That That fits who you are and like what I've known about you since the day we met and that sort of like touch and i was laughing at myself because i was looking at your website and the schedule and it was like wake up breakfast workout uh school like something out like yeah like stretch and then work out again and then class and then work out that and i was like this is mahoney to a t like i would kill myself if i had to do that but this is like exactly what like you are built for almost i think it's yeah. just that up perfectly so it's really it's cool to see you doing it and having success with it
1: no it was it's fine like I said I'm my own boss and uh you know we've got I got uh three assistants Dolan does everything and what I'm proud of Dolan is you know last time you saw Dolan he was a little kid playing uh, yeah. you know pre-game shooting around but he's 23 right now or 24 right now he's getting married in December but Crazy. I said you know we're, this is our second year what do you want to do I'm not going to hire anybody until you get what you want. He said, I don't want to do anything. I want to do it all. I want to know everything that you're doing. I want, you know, so he's helped recruit. He brought in eight eight of the 21 kids that he had a hand in. He does the marketing. He does the hiring. He does the the website. He did, you know, everything's done. uh, You know, how we're paid is like professionally done. It's not, you know, he did all that, you know, so. I don't know any of that I said because I said, that's good because I'm not going to do this forever. And then you've got to take it over and you have to know all of it. So it's, it's been good that he's, you know, he's ordered the good equipment and, you know, the travel, he's done all of it. So, you know, when we travel, we we'll go up to new England, we're going to fly up here twice this year, uh, uh, play a national schedule. We were supposed to go to the Bahamas for a, a tournament, but the COVID shut that down this year. Uh-huh. Um, so, uh, but it, it's, it's, it's been good and, you know, we can grow it bigger and you know uh, I, mean, I worked for a guy named danny Me nee at duquesne and he always used to say mahoney this beats work and i see it does this not work this is not work <laughs>
0: that is true that's it was so hard to quit you. basketball because of that yeah so <laughs> they
1: want to fire you
0: <laughs> yeah are you guys playing in the midwest anywhere
1: no we don't there's no i've tried so hard Stu, to get the indiana kids You know, I'll get, I have contacts there and people are sending me these kids. You got to see this kid. I'm going, oh my God. This kid does a year post grad with us. He'll have a high major offer. And then he ends up going to NAI. Nothing against NAI or nothing, but that's why Indiana NAIs are so good. They got D1 players playing for them. Those kids are so talented, but they just can't. You know, Indiana kids are hard to leave anyway. I'd say it's a small percentage kids will leave and go elsewhere to play. Um, You know, I think you guys stay in that area. Yeah. but they don't they don't like to leave and it's a shame because they're so good uh, it's I, a, I keep trying
0: yeah it, it's tough i think the indiana thing is like it's such a massive college basketball land that like once you are able to play college basketball anywhere you're like well why would i go yeah why would i not go even if it's N A I A? like because those yeah. kids there's a lot of diehard high school basketball players here. That is- yeah,
1: it is. And I, you know, we every year I talk to, you know, I have parents that, you know, can, can afford it and all that stuff. So, you know, we, we, I just, I would love to have Indiana kids. We keep trying, but it's just hard to get them there. But, you know, we have our niche. I have, this year, I had three kids from the same high school in New York because a kid last year came with us and he referred them to us. So that was, that was good on his part. So, word of mouth you know i'm always conscious are we living you know is our living safe and, and clean are we eating enough yeah. you know they they doing all that and you know we interview our kids a lot uh you know just just trying to get them ready for college and i'll tell them yeah ain't practicing like college player no you're not doing do it right I mean, right because you, know, you would
0: know yeah
1: it's hard it can be hard on oh people. yeah
0: I can't. well i mean it's hard enough with like 10 kids but you got all that yeah <laughs> I don't envy you, but you are, you are, you're, doing, you're doing good stuff. You're doing God's work, basically.
1: Yeah, it is. It's, 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 it's rewarding, like I said. Yeah. I mean, we're in Florida, too. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. Your mother and dad come down to uh, 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 Captiva. Yeah. I, my, Mary, my wife and I, we vacationed there, and we got engaged there, and then we go to vacation there for 15 straight years. So that's our, that's our place. That's wow. just like your mom and dad. We got to meet you there. thing you know, and that's how we got to here, because I told her, I said, you know, when we got the IMG job, she always wanted to go south, and I said, well, I got you south, it's just not, you know, where you want to be, but, you know, it's close enough, and it, you know, where we were, Anna Marie Island, is beautiful, and, yeah. and we love being there, so, you know, um, right now, I'm a little bit south, but they're now in Inglewood. so I'm closer, we're closer to uh, Captiva, so every time I see your mother there, I said you never. She never invites us down. I said we'll come down and have a cocktail. Oh, They're they, always I fun mean, to have cocktails with. I, still I took it to down. I, I, I took I, her to I that, that Mexican to restaurant down. in Indianapolis. What was it? That that uh, that bar in Indianapolis. They had a way, They had a bartender there, and Juan was his name, and he was like famous or something. So we lose to Ohio oh, State. Can Green. we talk about that game? Oh, the Ohio State game.
0: Yeah, in the, in the Big Ten tournament did you don't remember that? Oh yeah. Oh, of course. Oh, it's, it's so
1: for many, oh, let me finish. So after that game, I'm pissed. My, Mary and I said, I got to get out of here. I got to go. I need tequila. And that's <laughs> when we stumbled in this guy and he gave me some, you know, house margarita. said, dude, this sucks. I need something better. He goes, I got some you." And he made us this margarita with, um, habanero peppers mm. and he called it hot lips and it was so good. And, uh, he was great. So when we came in though, it, I was recruiting somebody in, in Carmel. And I met your mom and dad there. I took them there, and uh, your mom and dad loved it. But the Ohio State game, remember? Didn't you get heat for that? A little. Did you Get heat.
0: A little. Yeah, right. Hold because, on. Hold okay. On. Did you Hold ever on. go
1: back and look at it? Hold on.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah. I. I. I mean. Well. Okay. I want to hear your end, and then you can get my end of the of that game.
1: <laughs> well. Uh, that. Well, every game. Each coach had something different to do. So it wasn't my scout, I don't know who scout it was. So that last time out, I went to the scores table, check the files, check the you know, timeouts. I come walking back and Pat was there. I said, Pat, I said, what are we in? He said, one, three, one. I said, all right. And I could see where he drew it on the board. You were on the ball, right? You were on the ball and then the three guys were like the three point line and one guy right across the half court. So it didn't happen that way. Okay. And we don't know why, okay, but it all happened we lose. So I go. we go in the office on Monday, because I think it was Saturday we played, and a, a former coach, former Michigan coach, calls me that day. He said, John, what were you guys in at the last play? I said, one, three, one. He goes, where was Stu supposed to be? I said, on the ball. He goes, did you see the film? I said, no, I didn't see the film. What are you talking about? He said, look at the TV clip. So, Maddie's in my office. He said, pull up the last play the clean TV clip because look at the bench. So, at the bench, we break the huddle and we're all walking back. And there's one coach above us where we can't see who's telling everybody to move back. (laughs) One coach telling you, you're you're going like this. Like, what? You were confused. You could tell your hands are going, what? And so, you move back. Yes. To the foul line. And everybody else moved back. And yep. so I'm like, I'm going like this. I'm going, holy shit, I'm so pissed off. Because that isn't what it was. And when Coach came out, he was looking down the other end. He never even looked there because he gave the board and just started to look down here. But go yeah. to the last play and look at the
0: bench. I ain't mentioning yeah, anybody's it's, name. I remember it perfectly. I can picture it right now. And because we had just, I think we had put in the extended version of the 131 yes. for this reason. Yes. And so we, this is like the first time we were ever going to – we had employed it at all. Yeah. And for whatever reason, the wings were back, too. I don't know why they were so far back. Because
1: somebody told them to go back seven yeah. times. One, two, so,
0: three. I counted. So I went up, and I shouldn't have done this. I knew it was right, and I looked over anyways, and it was so stupid. Because Ohio State was dumb. Like They weren't even setting up anything yeah. down court. It was the inbounder, Evan Turner, and then T.J. – Every- yeah. Uh, something and so the, the funny story I don't know if you remember this but they did Ohio State was doing half court shots the day before Mark mm-hmm. Titus told the story like they were like messing around and seeing who was the best at doing half court shots like kind of doing like end game scenarios they were like practicing yes. it and that PJ PJK with the dreads was the best one by far and Evan Turner was horrible like he wasn't making any of them so <laughs> PJ was up there with Evan, and Evan was like, he's Evan, so give me the ball. I don't care if P.J. was hitting half-court yep. shots yesterday. But P.J. was up there thinking he was maybe going to, you know, get some shots or get the ball. So, anyways, I go up. It's just those three, and they're, like, way close to the baseline. I go up, and I look over the bench like, can I pressure? I asked, like, can I pressure? And I never should have asked. And they said, no, get yeah. back. And I think it was Mike Jack that told me, like, to get back nope. where I looked at. <laughs> nope. So, as I, was, look at as I was turning back, they inbounded the ball, PJ was right there and he was just enough in my way where I had to like banana curl around yep. him. And that's yep. when I met Evan at, at the half court line. Yep. And by that yep. time it was too late. Yep. And if I had just stayed up there and made Evan like do one crossover, it would have been game over. And I, and I'll never forget coming back, coming back to the locker room. It's so funny that a coach pointed that out to you. You saw it too. I come back to the locker room and Beeline's like, uh, you know, don't blame yourself and i almost lost my mind and i was like yeah. okay cool and walked out and i was like "Blame myself like the whole time i was fuming because somebody told me to go back and i was like yeah. I knew i should have just stayed up there the whole time hey, Where but you I-
1: were? now you look at the last player from the tv i'm just going like this but I ain't, wasn't none of our coaches uh on staff uh, but it's yeah that was it was i couldn't believe it i'll have to look you at know. it again we'd have been That's playing great.
0: yeah uh, so, but yeah, uh, I appreciate. Before we get you out of here, this was fantastic. I ask everybody this this one question, and you can answer it however you want, and I'm, then we'll get you out of here. But I ask everyone: like, What is one thing that you learned at Michigan that you still carry with you to this day?
1: Oh man,
0: um, jeez,
1: one thing I learned at Michigan. What did I learn? The fight song. Um, <laughs> God, the fight song. <laughs> After a while, it gets on your nerves. Honestly, but anyway, any fight song does. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was great. It was a great place. I, I did. I learned a lot about myself. I think that's that's one thing that that I did. That I I, I grew as a coach um, and a, as a person because they, that was, that's the big stage. That's where you have to, you know, can you do it? And I even though I the way I had to leave wasn't the way I wanted to leave. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, I, I knew I could do it. I knew I had confidence that I could be at that level and, and do it, uh, recruit, coach, and all that uh, on that on that that, that stage. So my yeah. confidence, I, I get. But there was some great people, G. Harden, and you know Lloyd Carr was great to me, and there was some some really really good people there. Yeah, uh, that, that were good people.
0: Yeah, uh, good stuff. what did you learn? Oh, everything. <laughs> One. I mean i've never looked at basketball the same i I, i've learned that you know i take all these personality tests and a lot of it comes back where like i am not type a and like very unstructured and like you know being on time like kind of rigidity i don't really like but then i realized like i do like structure i like things to be i like a good mesh of both and like michigan really i I realize that like i like a good structure and i like things being efficient and so, yeah, I learned a lot about myself. Organized, too.
1: too. Being organized. Yeah. Is, and I think Coach Beal was really organized. And yeah. I used to love that, you I know, if we, that. Used an, yeah. if we used an hour and 48 minutes of our practice time, that 12 minutes would be added. Oh, yeah. We could
0: work with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll <laughs> never. other coaches, forget
1: no, it. They're like, what?
0: <laughs> like, what do you, you have a stopwatch? Like, what are you guys doing? But, yeah, we were. Or, or we like two, that.
1: if we went two hours and five minutes, we only had an hour and 55 next time.
0: No, I always <laughs> made sure I was like. Because he, he would say before, we're trying to go an hour and a half. And I'm like, I'm gonna push it to an hour 45. Like I'm getting that extra 15 minutes. I'm I do not want to do something on the back end where you do like to you know, make a you, stay I'm, I'm just like talk <laughs> at the end. Because if like if you're still in the huddle at the end of practice, that's oh, he, still he's talking. Counting. He's, he's
1: counting it. He's counting it. Yeah, he, he was too much, so he was good to to do that. Oh, yeah. I learned a lot off of him too, but sure. you know, good and bad. But uh, yeah, you know, you learn a lot about yourself, and 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 I think that that was good too, though. So yeah, um, I'd, I'd find a great people. You guys were great, you know. Um, my first recruit was Ben. Uh, uh pools. Eric pools. Remember Eric.
0: Yeah, yeah. He did, yeah was he on
1: your team for one year? Eric Pools from Alpina. Yeah, <laughs> he called. I got him a walk on before we started recruiting. I said, Coach, I just got a six-eight kid. He's walking on. That's huge to get a six-eight kid to walk on. <laughs> oh yeah, and he had a walk on. He was too Corey, smart.
0: He couldn't play basketball because he was too smart.
1: Yeah, he had to go engineering or whatever. Yeah. But yeah still keep in touch with him, too. So oh, that's uh, funny. That's good. To him in a while. Kids I to... are doing good. Yeah, that's good.
0: Well, I appreciate you coming on and. Stay patient through all the Zoom stuff. It's uh, oh, I appreciate you. Having that was a lot me, of man. fun. This
1: is awesome to catch up with you and see you. I'm really proud of you and and appreciate what it. you've accomplished and what you've done. And you know, tell your mom and dad we need to get a get a drink when they come down here to Florida.
0: I know they're they're dying for me and uh, Chelsea to get down there. So yeah. if, we're, if we're down there, I'll let you know
1: let me know i'm not that far anymore i love down there uh, we're in Inglewood. Inglewood beach is very nice too it's very quiet it's a little quieter for me uh, than anna maria but uh yeah it's we found it we found our spots you know yeah, to go yeah. hang out. I, need, I need to get away and find my spots but but i i love it here it's just you know it's you're like you're on vacation all the time you know it's just you yeah. had to get used to that but it's good and everything else is good too and everyone's happy and healthy so hopefully same to you and wish you uh, much happiness with you and your new bride
0: appreciate it yeah no that's this was great we'll have to do it again and yep. stay in touch it's always been great to follow what you've been doing and you know get your messages and everything and you know I, I i retired and then started this like podcast stuff and i was like man i don't i don't really talk to too many people but like <laughs> i got my shortlist and you, you were you were on it so oh, thanks it. I'm,
1: I'm just I was tough following. Nancy.